Lineup. Lineup. Locked. Locked. Where every day is Sunday. This fantasy football podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com. Are you ready for some football? Follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank and find us on Facebook and YouTube. Now, get ready. Ready? And lock it in. It's that time. Time to lock it in. And uh, we have a week eight early waiver wire special for you. Not really that early because people are going to start talking about it tomorrow. But week seven's almost done now. The Cowboys just smashed the Philadelphia Eagles. It's Matt, my player too, and I am Zach, your host as always, here to let you know what players you need to hone in on for this week. Matt, happy Sunday. Happy almost end of Sunday to you. Yeah, yeah. We're closing it out here, the nightcap. <laughs> both our teams got a win today, man. Good times. Yeah, they both look strong doing it. So it was, it was fun, fun day of football. Man, I you know, I can't be the only person in the world that had Aaron Rodgers on their bench today. But No, yeah. I started <laughs> Kyler Murray over him, and that couldn't be worse because Kyler Murray got like seven points. In one of my league chats, there was a poll yesterday put up. Rest of the season, who do you want, Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers? Wow. Yeah. Guess how that one turned out. Oh, I, I bet it was Josh Allen. <laughs> no, actually, uh, Aaron edged it by a vote. Mine. Oh, nice. Well, the good news is, in the good news is, in said league, I'm down by three. He's done, and I have Lev Bell. So. I think, although I would say after today, I was down by four in one league and I had David Montgomery and I was like, I got this. He didn't even get a point. So nothing is nothing is sure in fantasy football, as we know. But, no, that's for sure. But <laughs> literally for sure. So so I've sort of survived the tornado tonight, apparently, or something of that. Uh, the second half of the Cowboy game was watched in the closet on my phone via Bleacher Report watching text because my internet went out so I could not uh, sync to my direct TV box. So, fun stuff. Literally a classic cowboy fan? Yeah, li- not literally, but no. Uh, with two dogs, my boys. My wife's actually at the game on her way back home right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, her uh, her company, uh, one of the one of their high clientele gave the boss uh, three tickets. So he took uh, the two top producers, so my wife and one of the other girls. So... So she's in a and she's in a in a suite all night. So she'll be good and drunk when she gets home, probably. So, so well, we gotta hurry up and get this powder <laughs> before she gets yeah, home. it'll take like an hour and a half, dude. There's tornadoes and storms and stuff. No, all right, all right, all right. we got time. We got we're time. good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Speaking of having time, so apparently Paul Rudd has found a way to with the iPhone camera to put his hand behind it when he takes pictures of people. To where it looks like there's a naked person standing in front of them. Have you seen this or heard of this? No, that's amazing though. Yeah, like if I'm if if you're like, hey Zach, will you take my picture? I'm like, sure, Matt, I will. If I arch my finger at a certain angle and put it over the camera and take your picture, it looks like there's a naked man or woman. We're equal opportunity here, standing 
standing over you, and you're like looking at their front and their backsides right in front of you. It's amazing. <laughs> it's quite a, it's quite exquisite. It's it's quite a, that's the uh, that's the number one waiver move, I think. Actually, I, yeah, I'm oh. not shocked that it's Paul Rudd that figured this out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Paul Rudd, did you hear about this Tom Brady video? So apparently, like four years ago, Tom Brady have, uh, agreed to do this short film. I'm not even sure what it's called, so excuse me for being uneducated. Long story short, it makes me feel like Tom Brady's going to throw for five touchdowns tomorrow because apparently the dude who made this movie with Paul Rudd, it's all coming for full circle here, by the way, um, they green screened the whole scene with Tom and didn't tell him what it was, but it's Tom coming out of a bathhouse. <laughs> And the guy who made the video is a Jets fan, oh, which is wow. even better. And he released it the week they play the Jets this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, angry times coming to town. So, Good luck. So, yeah, so if you have not seen it yet, um, I will actually uh, go on Twitter and see if I can tweet it right now. So by the oh. time this thing's uploaded, people can check it out. It's uh, I saw it on Barstool Sports actually, shameless plug. So I'll share it from there if I can find it. But uh, if not, just search Tom Brady Bathhouse, and I'm sure, I'm sure you'll find the gold. So <laughs> good times, good times. So speaking of Twitter, uh, I am Zach. You can find me at TechmoZach, and Matt is at Matt Reller, which is his name. And please also follow Creator Rank. Uh, check us out. We tweet out a lot of good, awesome stuff. This is a creator rank podcast, after all. Lineup locked here. So let's get a crack a lacking on who peeps need to be looking at for the waiver wire. So first off, before we get started, I'm just going to do a disclaimer. Um, I talked about it pre-pod with you, so I think you agree completely. If you see any kind of New York jet in any form or fashion on waivers, just pick them up. It's like Bill Murray says in Ghostbusters, if you know, if a if a ghost asks if you're a god, the answer is yes. You just you just you just say yes without hesitation. So if you see Sam Ficken on waivers and you don't know who your kicker should be this week, just pick him up. You see the Jets D, you can start them every single week, with the exception of probably Baltimore until proven otherwise. It's a yeah, it's a thing. Sam Darnold could possibly be a league winner if you lost Mahomes. That's your that's your Huckleberry right there. Is there anybody that'd you? That'd be my number one. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be my number one ad if I lost Mahomes or Matt Ryan. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would try to cuff Bell with Ty Montgomery. I would try to pick up Bilal Powell if I had space. If I was through some of my bad bye weeks, uh, Robbie Anderson might still be available. He's only rostered right. in like 60-something percent of leagues, so it's very possible that he's Fourth still a load. thing. Yeah. Crowder was available in one of my week, uh, leagues this week, and I picked him up, and I'm starting him, actually. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're out there. Herndon, oh, yeah, because somebody probably picked him up and then dropped him because of the injuries. Because yeah, of the injury, and now it looks like he's going to be coming back within the next, either this week or the next week. So if you see a Jet, just literally go to your search and type in New York Jets. And if you have the bench space, if you don't have the bench space, pick one of them up because their schedule is pretty is a cakewalk. And Sam Darnold looked very good against a Dallas defense that just shut Carson Wentz down. So the true test, obviously limit your expectations and don't let tomorrow's night Monday night game 
hinder anything too bad. The Patriots are the number one. They'll just help you because everybody else will be scared off. That's true. Well, we're assuming the Patriots are going to just do well, right? I mean, history shows they probably will, but. Let's see young quarterbacks in New England again. Yeah. Bill's record against them is pretty darn good, so. But, I mean, if they, right, if they throw a dud up, I think that only helps you out to get these guys. Because everybody's going to be like, oh, they're trash. For sure, kind of like the Titans, which are on yeah, uh, something yeah, that we're going to exactly. talk about. <laughs> exactly like them. All right, well, speaking of which, let's get cracking. Let's start with you. What you got for us? What are the some priority ads you have for our listeners? Well, yeah, if I am that guy that lost Mahomes or Ryan, Darnold, obviously, my number one, but right behind him is Josh Allen, because his next three weeks are at Philly that just got torched by Dak. The Redskins that haven't looked like they can stop anyone unless it's raining out uh and they get the browns the week after so they also look like a secondary that just can't stop people so i think he would be a good ad there and then as far as other priorities hold on one second on on darnold on darnold i'm gonna pull this up jet schedule speaking of which on my twitter you can now find the tom brady videos via barstool sports if uh, anyone wants to check that out well, Darnold's schedule the next three weeks is Jaguars, Dolphins, Giants, after this Patriots game tomorrow. So, Right, yeah, you've got... favorable, those three. Yeah, you've got, just to go even deeper, you have Jags, who aren't stopping anyone in the passing game, oh. Dolphins, Giants, Redskins, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins again. In fact, until... Beautiful. Until a is I don't know if it's a Monday night game or a Sunday night game versus the Ravens. That's the only game that causes some kind of pause. That's it. So you right. literally could stream their defense, by the way, for every one of those games. Yes. Like so even the Ravens wouldn't be a terrible play. Probably not a great play, and you probably want to look elsewhere. But well, I mean, I wouldn't be afraid to start them against the Ravens. No, They've no. Game that's been good, but Lamar Jackson's still young. You can make a dumb decision now and then. And then they yeah. play the Steelers the week after that. Even better. I would just keep rolling with them. Though. Oh, it's disgusting, man. Like, literally. And, and there's not one <laughs> matchup that I would be like, like Robbie Anderson, if I have him on my team, there's not one week that he's not at least a flex starter. Period. Right. Or Crowder. Right. And their bye week's already out of the way as well, which is even yeah. just that much better. Right, because then you're not up against that. Oh, good times. So continue. Continue, good sir. <laughs> um, I think other priority ads would be uh, the duel of Ty Johnson, J.D. McKissick, based on matchup. They get the Giants next week. Those are the Detroit running backs? Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you're not up on that? No. No, are you still Detroit Lion running back? So yeah. carry on. So carry on. Johnson uh, was on a stationary bike working out and didn't come back in. I'm assuming just because of the frailty of him that he's going to miss at least one week. Is there one guy you'd lean to, or there? It looks like one got six points in a standard league. One got five point seven, and I think it's like eight and seven in a PPR league. So they pretty much split. So. Is it literally just try to get one and you're plugging them in as your flex? Or is there one you're leaning to? It's a pretty even split as far as usage goes. However, if I'm in a standard league, I think I lean Ty Johnson because I think he would get 
whatever short yardage goal line work there he, would be. He was in on the goal, the two on two goal line uh, uh, appearances that I saw after carry on went out. He was in. Right. So I would lean him standard, and if I'm in any sort of PPR, I would lean towards JD McKissick because it looked like he was way more involved in the passing game. Thought he saw he had like six targets, four catches. Oh, upwards of 30 yards, so cool. decent usage there. So I'd be into that. Um, and then the other priority would be Mark Walton. I think he's got a great matchup next week against the Steelers, and he looked like all the part of a real running back, So, which is a sight to see for Dolphins fans. Oh, for sure. And I, I think that also, you know, we touched on this. I've talked about him the last few episodes. In fact, on our uh, start-sit episode, I was talking about Mark Walton as a good start, and sure enough, he delivered. I mean, he's definitely better than David Montgomery. That's for sure. <laughs> I scored more fantasy points than David Montgomery today. That in my clo- in my closet in my closet, which is exciting. David Montgomery actually underperformed his bye week. I don't even know how that's possible. Me neither. But uh, <laughs> Mark Walton's Yeah, yeah. He gets the Saints next week, and David Montgomery just struggled against the Saints. I mentioned it in my article this week. They haven't given up uh, 83 yards to a single rusher, more than 83 yards, and they also have only given up three rushing touchdowns on the year. So I want zero parts of the running back against the Saints. So he's a he's a guy you would add. He's a guy you would add. So Chase Edmonds is a guy you would add and not be in a hurry to start. Is what you're saying? I'm saying I'm fading him. I'm going to let everybody else try and run and grab him, and I'll go after one of the Detroit guys or Mark Walton instead. Well, you know what's even better about Mark Walton? I'm really high on this guy. He's got wiggle, dude. He looks good. And my spider senses tell me that Drake's going to be gone. Who? I think Drake's going to get traded. Yeah, it sounded like that was a big factor in why they've kind of scaled back his usage the last couple weeks. They want to make sure... There's actually somebody that wants to pay for him instead of letting him get banged up and then tanking the value. So that makes that means Walton would or Walton would get an extra gosh five to six carries possibly right. a game. So that would put him right around eight or nine points in a standard at a twelve to thirteen points in PPR because he yeah. he'd be getting the receiving work because he can he can get receptions. I like it and. He doesn't have a terrible matchup this week, by the way. Um, another running back I like that's going to be there in the same game, by the way, is Benny Snell. I think both are, are, are good ads. They play each other in Monday Night Football next week. Um, Pittsburgh has been using two running backs. Um, yes. Connor keeps getting banged up. I'm hoping, well, for his sake anyway, I'm hoping that the bye week came at the right time so we can get healed up a little bit. But the running backs have been kind of the star of the show there um, recently. So yeah. I would absolutely – Snell seems like he would definitely be flex-worthy. Uh, bringing Flexi back this week is a, is a good deep dive if you're in some <laughs> – if you're in a if you – if you're a Zeke owner or uh, if you have Mark yeah. Ingram or, uh, you know, because it's going to be the buys coming up of the Dallas yeah. Cowboys and the Ravens. So those might be some good guys to fill in there. So who, who else do you got? Um, other guys – kind of remember our Kiki Kuti, um, as far as wide receivers go, kind of moving on. Kiki Kuti had a rushing touchdown, and then he gets to play the Raiders next week, so I think he's kind of a nice 
sneaky Ed that could do something. And Will Fuller um, didn't finish the game. Apparently his hamstrings are made of uh, cheese sticks. So well, he just outruns them all the time, right? <laughs> yeah. He's so fast, he just outruns his own hamstrings. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> so. I was not surprised to see Will Fuller questionable hamstring. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Water is wet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then I like Devontae Parker because, again, they're playing the Steelers. They're going to be behind and shucking, and it looks like regardless of Fitzpatrick or Rosen, they're looking at Devontae Parker's way. Right. You know what sucks, man, in my leagues, by the way, is that I picked up Devontae Parker last week and started him actually in both, and he did well. But because of absolute bi-week heck and because of the matchup, I actually ended up dropping him. Uh, to pick up other players, and I did fine. I picked up AG, AJ Brown for him in one league, who we're going to get into sure. in a minute. At one league, I picked up Pettis, which at the time seemed like a grand idea. It turned out not, but we'll get into that too. But um, he was the rainstorm. Yeah, he was scooped up in in, in both leagues, and, that, and that's what I wanted to kind of lean into before we go to your next one. Is that a Dante Pettis is still just twenty six point seven percent owned. Home dude, not this week, but the week before, uh, was very, very close to three different touchdowns. Tackled on the one twice, and then couldn't get his feet down in the end zone on the other one. The targets are going to be there. He seems to be the guy unless a trade happens. There are rumors of Emmanuel Sanders possibly being on the move somewhere. A.J. Green possibly being on the move somewhere. I've heard O.J. Odell Beckham, excuse me, rumors, so... That being really? said, that there's a rumor with him of the 49ers. But I don't. It's. It's. I think it's total smoke. I don't think that's it's a thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think that's a thing. I think what you see on San Fran's what you're going to get. And because of yeah. that reasoning, I'm still saying I think Dante Pettis is a great ad. And what's even better is whatever you really need. Like, let's say you really need a running back this week. You need Mark Walton. You need Benny Snell. You need one of the guys we just talked about. You can make them their your number one priority. And people are either going to be dropping Pettis that had him or just looking at him like, this dude goose-egged in his highest four points? No way. He's not a guy who would just be in a rush to start right away, but I still think he's going to be all right. No one did anything today. I mean, Scary Terry, Terry F1 McLaurin, has been one of the better receiver finds of the season, and he had one catch today. It was just all running. It was sloppy. It was terrible. So don't overreact to that. I think Pettis is still a great find. And what's even better for you savvy owners is you can go pick up a Benny Snell with your number one priority or a Mark Walton, like I said, and or a Ty Johnson or even a J.D. McKissick and then get Pettis later. And you you have a, you might be very happy with what you just added to your squad with between both. Exactly. Also, like, these are the kind of weeks where you definitely like. There's nobody that's like, you got to get this guy, otherwise you're kind of screwed. Um, so these are the kind of weeks to throw somebody low, like a Mark Walton, and then kind of play the drop it like it's hot game and just watch who gets dropped by people. Right. Because somebody's going to make a mistake and drop somebody that they shouldn't. It happens in every league. Everybody's always like, "Oh, my league's so smart. It's never happened. It's going to happen somewhere." Uh, <laughs> just. Kind of keep your eye on who people dropped, and if it looks like, what? Why haven't you dropped him? Scoop him up and just make him pay. Um, the other thing I would want to mention is, could be really sneaky too, peek around for Kareem Hunt in your league. It's very possible with all the bye weeks and injuries that somebody has had to drop him. It's only like three weeks of wait now. Now is so the I time. 
right now's the time where I'm starting to go. Okay, I got the room. I can make this happen. So now for me, right. one of my big ads yeah. is. So I agree with you. For me, my number one ad. If I'm if I'm a Matt Ryan owner, Lamar Jackson owner, uh, Dak Prescott owner, or Ryan uh, Matt Ryan owner. Right now, I'm either got an injury thing that I'm dealing with, or I've got a bye week coming up. So what quarterback is going to fill the void for me? Well, the three quarterbacks that I think Matt and I are in consensus with, we've already talked about the top two. Sam Darnold's, I think, far and away the number one right now until until he proves this otherwise, right? You plug him in, you let him, let him prove you're wrong. Number two, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is not great at the football. He's just great at making football plays. It's not pretty. It's, he's great it's, for fantasy. You're right. He's great for fantasy. It's ugly, but it just he finds a way to get 20 points, right? Exactly. My number three that is a sneaky good ad is Ryan Tannehill. 28 fantasy yeah. points today. 28. Yeah. And what goes with 28 fantasy points is the receivers that I talked about on our start sit episode, and that you and I talked about actually three or four weeks ago, and told everyone to add, and they've probably been dropped since then. It's Corey Davis, who's only forty four percent owned, and AJ yeah. Brown, who's only eleven percent owned, and both Corey Davis is a wide receiver too, and AJ Brown is borderline wide receiver too, definite flex right now. Uh, pick one of them up. I actually would prioritize both of these guys over Pettis. If you are in the need for receiver help, Tannehill does not suck at the football. He actually can oh. throw. Yeah. No, yeah. I I was sneaky in most of my dynasty leagues. I've been trading for Corey Davis the last like two weeks. Yeah. Because I yeah. I felt the uh, Tannehill coming in, and I was like, somebody's going to see a bump, and I bet you it's Corey Davis. So I'm looking like a genius right well, now. AJ Brown too, man. They both they both look good. Yeah. I watched a lot of the game today on on a uh, red zone and. Uh, Boy, man, uh, AJ Brown looked phenomenal. It it looked the offense looked very, very capable of sustaining what I saw or being better, which was good because Tannehill still was a little rusty. He's not in full stride yet. He had some tip passes, some bad reads, but overall it looked good. Derrick Henry performed well too, so it was kind of just a yeah. good good day all. And that that was with Walker getting injured mid game and not finishing. So, sure. so, so good stuff. So speaking of that, I do have one tight end. It, tight end is such a wasteland right now. Um, you try not to chase points. That's the, I think that's, that's the one thing you can't do. I think really the best thing to do, and stop me if you think I'm wrong, this is what I've been doing with tight end, is I'm literally either going to your preferred preference. I either go to Yahoo for, uh, fantasy points against or ESPN fantasy points against. And I just literally look and see... What waiver wire guy is available if I'm a guy that doesn't have a Kelsey or a you know big name? And I see just what's the top three ranked guys. And I put a claim in and try to get one of those three. So even if it's right. the 10th available or whatever else, that's, that's kind of where I go. So the Eagles play Buffalo next week. Um, Dallas Goddard tonight against Dallas, which Dallas has been pretty bad against tight end, by the way. But uh, Dallas Goddard had 60 yards and a touchdown. And uh, Mike Kosecki had eight fantasy points versus them. So something something to monitor. It could be worse. He, it might be chasing points, like I just said. Heck, Mike Kosecki might be a better play next week than uh, than, than them, <laughs> right, versus the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday. Yeah. But just yeah. look at the chart. Don't follow the points. Because if you follow the points, you probably started Darren Fells this week, and it probably pissed you off because he had 15-15 and then two. 
So right. tight end is such a what just you got to go for the, you absolutely take the name off the jersey and go for the matchup as far as who you're adding. Right. If you're in that situation, like if you are Mark Andrews owner, uh, that's where that's the first thing you should do. Just pull up and see who's got the best matchup and try to plug in that guy right there. Right. Period. Anyone else? So, well, yeah, along that line, as far as the tight ends go, I would look at Josh Hill because he gets the Cardinals and they've been brutal against the tight end. Um, Gerald Everett gets the Bengals. They haven't looked like they can stop anyone. And if you're a Kelsey owner and you're kind of panicked, don't panic. They're playing the Packers. And we <laughs> saw what Waller did. ferocious against the tight end. Yeah, they've let, they've let tight ends just run all over them. They don't have linebackers that can cover that, so. Don't worry about Kelsey. Even with Matt Moore as his quarterback, he's, he's going to be all right. It was crazy. There was a stat, speaking of which, there was a stat that I saw this week that said that Royce Freeman and Waller had the most touches of anyone in the NFL without a touchdown. And Royce got one Thursday night, and Waller got two today. So yeah. it always it always comes uh, full circle, eh? Garbage time still counts. It's all good. You got that second one. Garbage time <laughs> does still count in fantasy for sure. He's a beast too, man. He received. Yeah, man. He could have had a third touchdown. It was holding. Yeah, yeah, he should have had three. But it was a ticky tack holding call too. I know you were watching the game, so you know. I'm not, I'm not gonna be mad that they called it. <laughs> well, I know. I know you're not mad. We've, we've we've gotten the benefit of some of those calls lately. The last two games. Yes. There was a game against Lee's Eagles that we didn't get a lot of calls. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, any other deep dive uh, names or anybody else you could think of? Um, well, if you're one of those guys that likes to stream the defenses, uh, I got four for you. I would like to start the Rams. They just had a good game, and then they get Cincinnati next week. Oh, man. Must start. I'd, yeah. I'd go after the Lions because they get the Giants. They've been a good defense, and then getting that soft kind of Danny Times look, I'd go after them. Uh, the Vikings, I'm not sure how old they are, but they get the Redskins, and 49ers just feasted on them, held them to a shutout, so... Pretty yeah, sure the Vikings could do the same thing, and Thursday night games are crazy, so who knows? Yeah, and then I would also go after the Steelers because they play the Dolphins. Yes, I picked them up in one of my leagues. And if you are an Adam Thielen owner, I'm just going to break it to you right now. He's not going to play. I, I don't care what the man says. It's Thursday night football. No way. No way. Get a Titan. Get one of these Titan receivers, and you'll be okay. Yep. Just uh, Agreed. I would probably prioritize... Man, I, I think I would go after – I think A.J. Brown would be my number one priority. He had more catches, and uh, Corey Davis had right. a touchdown. I think for PPR, I think A.J. Brown's the play. I really Question do. For you. Would you go Cootie, Parker, or A.J. Brown? Rank those three. I would go Parker, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Cootie, Pettis. Gotcha. Is, is how I would do that. And then for, as far as yep. running backs, I would personally have Walton above all of them because okay. I think the Detroit guys, in my opinion, might change when I find out more about carry-on, but I don't think it's going to be a long absence. So it really okay. just depends. I, I wouldn't like to have – I think that Walton is just going to continue to skyrocket in value, especially if Drake's moved. And the Dolphins, they were in it all day today. It didn't happen till the very end. It kind of fell apart on them, you know? And yeah. Pittsburgh's not blowing up anybody. So I would expect nope. Game Script to keep them in there. So 
You know, it's your it's 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 a gamble, but you know, it, it doesn't matter about what team or what the talent is. It's about usage and and snap percentage in fantasy when it comes to these running backs. You know. Yep. So that's that's my opinion. So I think I would go him. I think Snell and then the Detroit running backs, because okay. at least I know. Yeah, oh, that's that. It, the, I think that all three are the same. Honestly, I think that yeah. when you look at the points at the end of the week for Week Eight, I bet you Snell and the two Detroit running backs are all very, very, very close. Yeah. Just which one's going to get the TD, if any, right? And that's rolling the yeah. dice. I can't give you that answer. I don't know that answer. I would lean Ty Johnson in that scenario, right? Because you think you would think that Jake, you would think that uh, Connor and Ty are the ones that get the uh, mm-hmm. that get the uh, goal line carries. Goal line, yeah. So that would probably be the, the 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 number one priority, I think, probably of those yeah. guys. Well, all right, man. You got anything else? That's it, brother. All right. Well, we survived this waiver wire episode. Um, <laughs> as always, our DMs are open. I try to get on Twitter and get active and give terrible advice on starts and sits uh, before the games on Sunday mornings. And uh, not really terrible, you know. Educatedly wrong is is what I'm actually gonna go with. Right. And uh, <laughs> but our start sits have been very good that we've done as a group, and so yeah. have our waiver wires. Uh, we've been a little bit ahead of the curve on some of these guys. So scoop them up. This podcast will be uploaded and give you two days to get ahead of your competition. So check it out. We appreciate reviews. We appreciate likes. And more importantly, we just appreciate you for listening because uh, we do this for fun. We have a good time doing it. We're out. This is Lined Up Locked. Peace. Peace.